Hello, welcome to Compo Junto's special one-shot episode for Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit, and recording with me in a galaxy far, far away, hmm. my co-host, Adam. Maybe The Last Jedi? Tetris! Oh, okay. All right. I'll take it. I will take Adam. Maybe The Last Jedi? Tetris, even though it doesn't sound that cool, like Snoke or Kylo Ren. I was right. hoping for some, like, you know, some Sith business. Yeah. Maybe I can get a little bit of that. Adam Porg Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Internet, welcome. Hold up. I feel like we just need to shake hands before we go. Okay. I, like, I feel like more, to, <laughs> at, more than any other time we've ever been in the room together recording. Okay. More than any other occasion, any other episode. All right. This feels like we're about to battle. Really? Okay. I feel like you, you're taking your stance. You've got your uh, uh, red laser sword. I I'm have a red my, laser sword. I, no, I'm just, that I was, got look, the red right, one. That was arbitrary. I was okay. just saying, All you right. know, it could be any color. Right. Red is my favorite color. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm taking my stance. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm projecting myself okay. here. Okay. And, we're, and it's about to go down. So before we do this, right on air, okay, I'm just gonna take your hand. All right, let's do this. We just okay, okay. I don't let's know what's do going this. on. I just shook hands with Adam. Um, it's gonna go down. Listen, just we're gonna get right into this. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for Star Wars, all of them. Episode one, <laughs> yeah, episode yeah. two, episode three, episode three and a half, mm-hmm. aka no, Rogue well, One, a Star hey, Wars story. Yeah. Episode four, episode five, episode six, episode seven, uh-huh. and Star Wars: The Last Jedi, episode eight. Yeah. We're going to spoil it. This is going to be a spoiler conversation. If you have not watched Star Wars: The Last Jedi, I'm telling you right now. No holds barred spoilers are about to happen. Yeah, we're really not playing around with this. And Star Wars is the kind of thing where you do not want to have the secrets and the reveals and the discoveries and the epiphanies of this movie spoiled by me. Right. You just don't want it. I promise you. Even right. if you're the kind of person who's like, I don't yeah, care. So I don't cool, really whatever. care. I'm, I'm telling you, nah, I don't you I don't want to take that magic away from you. Yes. Friend? Yes. So, you know, do yourself a service. Find somebody to go with. Go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Go by yourself. That's cool too. That's just good. They will go with that. Go see the movie and then come back and join us on Comic Book Junto. You know that a one shot is our episode where we talk about movies primarily. This is outside of the let's call it continuity of our normal show, mm-hmm. a regular episode. Right, we've done right. one shots on Netflix series. We've done one shots on other movies. Uh, we we like to take a moment to separate ourselves from the news and goings on of regular geek culture stuff so we can laser focus, mm-hmm. laser sword focus. Correct. On just one thing. And today... It's episode eight. Yep. Star Wars. Yes. A Last Jedi. That's the right. Last Jedi. Spoiler walls going up. If you cross this line, it's on you. Spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. May the force be with you. Now, mm-hmm. we're here. Mm-hmm. You have seen Star Wars the Last Jedi. I've seen Star Wars the Last Jedi. Yes. Let's just go real quick. I'm on IMDb. Let's read this quick little discussion about what it is. Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to do battle with the First Order. That's That's the generalized understanding of what's going on Mm -hmm. in this movie. Before we dive into it, everybody listening at home, we want you to know that we want to hear from you about this. 
Oh, yeah. We have a grading system that we yeah. use. A, B, C, D, F. Mm -hmm. A, one of the best movies you've ever seen. B, above average. C, average movie. D, below average. F, one of the worst movies you've ever seen. At the end of this episode, we're going to give our review. We're going to give our letter grade for this movie. We want to know what your letter grade is as well. Mm -hmm. So, at Octavius A. Newman on Instagram, Twitter. At Adam Tedders on Instagram, Twitter. At Junto on Instagram and Twitter. Send us emails, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. You can also use the hashtag AskCBJ if you want to ask us specific questions. That's right. About Star Wars The Last Jedi. Also, if you're a member of the Patreon, we're going to shot talk to you guys in the Facebook group. Also, if you enjoy this podcast and all the rest of the stuff that we're doing, consider becoming a Patreon member. Patreon.com forward slash mm -hmm. Junto. Shout out to everyone in the Facebook group. Shout out to everybody who supports the Junto and helps us continue to flourish. That's right. We appreciate y'all. Yes, we do. And we want to hear from you guys, whether you're a Patreon member or not. But let us know what your letter grade is at least. Because mm -hmm. at the end of this, we're going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. But first, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. let's get in to the gut reactions of this movie. Before I even get to the gut reaction, Before we get to the gut reaction, Something I movie, usually do not bring up because I don't care. Something he usually doesn't bring up because he doesn't care. Thank you, Octavius. I got you, no problem. What format did you see this movie in? Was it IMAX, RPX? Was it regular? IMAX, no 3D. IMAX, no 3D. That is my preferred method of watching yeah. a movie of this Okay, moment. got you. Yeah. Now, I don't want the 3D glasses because they don't really do anything for uh -uh. me. It I just makes it the, darker. I do want the IMAX. Though. Yeah. I want the sound. I, want I wanted to see it in IMAX, uh, but they only showed it in 3D IMAX on the day that I was going. Uh huh. And I opted for RPX. That's good. And RPX is generally just bigger, louder, and right. the seats are more comfy. I've seen it twice. You've seen it two times. I've seen it IMAX, no 3D. Uh -huh. I saw it regular human being. Now, how was regular human being? Fine. Fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now I IMAX, only want to know. IMAX was better. I want to know because I, Star Wars only comes out so many years, mm -hmm. you know, as well any movie. But Star Wars, when it comes out, it feels like an event. Star Wars. I mean, day. like it. Yeah, it's a Star Wars movie. Yes, it's an event. If yes. there is ever a time to make a special trip of going mm -hmm. to the theater, mm -hmm. and this is it. Yes. So I saw it RPX, which I feel like is important. The screen size, mm -hmm. the volume, the ability to be immersed yep. in the film. Yep. And uh, I'm happy to hear that you saw it in that style as yes. well. Yes. Now, gut reactions. Gut reactions. What do you got? Gut reactions. I have fun. Okay, there was a high pitch. I had fun. I had fun. Yeah. You went up, uh -huh. which makes me think there's something else. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. my gut reaction, I had fun. Yeah. What's your gut reaction? I had a great time. Uh -huh. I enjoyed it very much. Uh-huh. Very much. Gotcha. When I come out of theater, I was like, whoa, that was good. Yeah. That was a good time. I was into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I needed... The time after you see a movie, you know mm -hmm. that, that that time when you and your group mm -hmm. just get together, you stand in the hallway and you just talk for a little while? Yes. I didn't necessarily have that at my disposal, mm -hmm. uh, save for, you know, talking to strangers. Uh, and uh, I, I wanted that. I've been holding on to feelings, mm -hmm. as you could hear in yeah. my gut reaction. As I could hear through your text messages. I've been holding on to feelings that I need to explore. Okay. And I have, I have explored my relationship with Star Wars over the past 48 hours, oh. leading to this moment. Mm -hmm. And I will say, going into this film, when the, the beginning of the movie starts, I, I turned to uh, Timory and I said, this, don't look at me because this movie is going to make me emotional. Okay. Don't do it. Don't turn. Don't stop. 
Don't look at me. Right. And as soon as the music hit and the Star Wars crawl, Bing! like that movement, tears in my eyes. Really? Immediately. Because it, it, this, this movie, that theme song, that display takes me somewhere I else. will tell you, and this is, this is, I don't know if it's weird. You can tell me if it's weird, Adam. You can tell me if it's weird. I'll tell you. One of the things that I enjoyed the most mm -hmm. about watching the movie mm -hmm. was watching other people watch the movie. Ah, tell me more about that. I mean, it was a there was a level of joy and yeah. giddiness. Yeah. People kind of shifting in their seats, like the kind of uncontrollable big smiles and it's kind of like i wasn't i didn't go there to look at people watch the movie but i just noticed it ahead yeah. of me yeah. i saw people kind of like do the quick you know and oh, people yeah. kind of just like stomp their feet and i was like yeah and there's certain moments where you catch a glimpse of somebody else watching the movie i mean ear to ear smile star wars does that star just, wars does that just the beginning that opening crawl that initial punch mm -hmm. and the crawl it it definitely I, is something unique. I, I was exactly there. I felt that in the room around me, the mm -hmm. warmth, the excitement, the, the just total elation yeah. of all of us are going to this place. It, it's just got to be a good thing. I'm so excited about this. Mm -hmm. The moment I knew things were going to become a little bit difficult for me comes in the very beginning of the movie. Okay. When Poe is attempting to patch through to talk to... Hucks. You mean hugs? H hugs? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Let's call him hugs. <laughs> That's what he was calling them. H U X. You know, he was calling them hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, the Poe was just, you know, like yeah. he's making fun of him. Right. But let's, let, let's maintain uh, hugs. Uh -huh. So the, the moment that Poe contacts hugs. Right. And acts as though he's been put on hold. Hilarious. And it's a different brand of humor mm -hmm. than we've had in previous Star Wars movies. Yeah. Right. I agree. And in that moment, I thought, Oh, this is different. Yes. Oh, this is different. And as soon as that happened, I felt a, a shift, almost like you expect to see someone that you recognize, mm -hmm. but they got a really they have new a mohawk. They got a yeah, they got a new haircut, and yeah. you're like, oh, I, gotta, I need to hmm hmm mm hmm mm hmm. And so you can it that that analogy works because you can you can go with it no matter what. And you're like, yeah, I like I like you. I know you. Yeah. We know each other. We're good. Right. But this, I got to think about this, this part of you. I understand why you did it. You're going to spend the two and a half hours, two and a half hours. Yes. You're going to spend two and a half hours explaining that new hairstyle to me. Mm -hmm. And we're like, I'll get there. I get it. But I still have to think like, huh, hmm, do, do I like you before that? Are you good now? Hmm. Things are just different. Things right. are just different. Right. And in that moment as well, I thought, this is a Disney movie. To go on. Disney owns Marvel. Right. Marvel has a certain brand of comedy in the MCU. Marvel movies, right? Okay. And that moment, that comedy felt very MCU to me. You think that this was a, Disney, a, a, a Marvel movie through and through or in that moment? This felt most like a Disney produces Star Wars movie to me. It also felt most like a 20, not a bad thing, hmm. but a thing. Like, we, we have a style, a style guide, and it looks like this, and it sounds like this. And it wasn't entirely like that, but this felt like a movie that was made by 2017, in 2017, for 2017. Explain, it felt please. timely. It felt like it was the things that I love about Star Wars, but made it 
a little bit diluted so more people could like it. D- give me more about that. What's about the dilution? All right. So here's the thing. He, I'm going to get to a like a an up and down, a pro and con simultaneously about Last Jedi. Okay. I love Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars makes me feel away. Right. I also love the expanded universe. Mm-hmm. I love the video games, the comic books, the novels, yes. the toys. Yeah. I mean, like, I want the action figure of Boba Fett. But guess what? Boba Fett ain't said nothing in those movies. I mean, he had, like, but one line. Yeah. So and, you look for your way to explore the character and take the things you like. And Star Wars has something that I think is quintessential dorky and nerdy and it it helped for me when I was a kid Mm -hmm. deep fantasy I mean like deep fantasy old Star Wars movies they're very self-serious we're talking about Jedi like it is the most serious thing Mm -hmm. now this movie Last Jedi even the, the, the legendary Jedi himself is looking at it and being like, people thought I was a legend and that's why I made mistakes because they built me up into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, all of it needs to go away. Jedi, Jedi is dead. The whole thing needs to go away. It almost felt like Luke was looking at the whole concept of, of Star Wars and Star Wars fans mm-hmm. and being like, this is ridiculous, right? I, I agree. It's what's a little it, self aware. It's ridiculous. And so, well, like the concept of space wizards. Homie says, uh, uh, what did he say? Laser sword. Yeah. He calls it a laser sword. Yeah. Which is th- a wink. Like this whole thing is ridiculous, right? What was I going to do? Pick up my laser sword and fight the entire first order? Mm-hmm. This whole thing is ridiculous, right? Is that how you're taking it? Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, the movie's self-aware. MCU has that self-awareness. Like Thor's ridiculous, right? But but we we're all along with it. We can get down with it for a little while. But it doesn't take itself seriously. Star Wars when I was a kid, took itself violently seriously. That's how it made nerd kids like me. Because I did too. And it made me a dork. Because it's like, it's space fantasy through and through. It's fantasy. Mm-hmm. And this one seems a little more incredulous. It's like, it's... it's what does incredulous mean? Meaning like it's... It's it scrutinizes the fantasy like it it ah. winks at you and it says we can all we're aware of the absurdity correct that's cool we can all just wink at it for a second and acknowledge it and then continue on the, the with the film it's it's postmodern and I enjoyed the way that the plot seemingly revolves around getting rid of the past which is. In no small way, an analogy for Star Wars fans. This movie was like, y'all, stop with the dogma. Stop with the old stuff is always better. Mm -hmm. Burn it. The past is the past. Let's go somewhere new and do something new. And I thought that was very clever. But at the same time, I thought, ah, I'm not ready. Mm. I want to be in the old place. Mm. Give me the deep fantasy, not the the winky emoji. This isn't deep fantasy? Less so. Less really? so. Yeah. How? What, give me, tell me. I'm, this John goes out of his how. way to introduce characters without giving you a background on them. It goes out of his way of saying, you remember that whole thing where you thought lineage was important for being a Jedi? Surely Ray's parents are important people. We all agree on that. How many times, I mean, in between Force Awakens and this movie coming out, have mm-hmm. we asked, like, who could it be? Yeah, who are they? Who are they? Right. We talked about it on one of our very first one shots mm-hmm. on Comic Book Junto. Mm-hmm. And this movie is like, you're stupid. It's nobody. I don't think it says you're stupid. I. It's not saying that it's stupid. It's not mean. It's more of saying like it's not what you think. It is saying I, it's not what you think. And it's I not also think you're stupid. I think I what I it's looking at though. Stupid. But I think it's looking at the fans and saying this is not what you think. Yes. And that's 
a tough pill to swallow. Why is that for you? Because I like the I like exploring the depth. I like the lineage. No, wait, hold on. Wait a second. It, you're saying you like exploring the depth. Yes. It sounds like you're equating. It's not how I want it. Therefore, there's no depth. Mm. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know if that's what you're saying, but that's what I'm hearing. That's that's not necessarily what I'm saying. This movie over a pattern of decisions is showing me that it's it's not what I thought it was. Right. Which is kind of like what you expected was a culmination of your fan theories. Mm -hmm. You ain't getting that. Right. And there's a part of me that's like, dang, that's really smart. Because it it makes me surprised. I didn't anticipate that. Which makes it deeper. Disagree. To me. Okay. What what makes makes it deeper? deeper Because I'll give you a little bit of thoughts about this to me. Yeah. This was the first Star Wars movie that really made me give a F. I knew you would say that. That really made me go, okay. I knew now you would say we that. are getting somewhere. Uh-huh. Now I care. Sure. Now it matters to me. Sure. Now I'm in. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to find every Star Wars comic book. Like the way you felt mm-hmm. back in the day, I never felt that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, cool. Sure. Yeah. Darth Vader, cool. Luke Skywalker, cool. Toys, cool. You know what I mean? I suspect that's going to be the case because I- immediately, as soon as I left the theater, Timory said, that's the first Star Wars movie I liked. And I was like, mm, I didn't like it as much as you did. I have fun, but that wasn't my Star Wars. And I think that that is the whole point of the movie. Yeah. I think the movie, <laughs> we talk about design as a job to do. Yeah. I think the part of that movie, if there's, there's a level that that's art, which is like, here's oh, my absolutely. expression. Here, this is beautiful. There's another level, level of it is like, part of this is like, the movie is literally screaming at you, burn it. Yeah. Let it go. You're still holding on to it. Yeah. It's literally yelling at you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, there are more stories to tell. This stuff is older than most of you watching it. Right. Like, to be bound mm-hmm. to the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying it's kind of like a double entendre. It's talking about the story, mm-hmm. but it's also talking to you. Yeah. Going to be bound. Yeah. By these, the sacred text. It's yeah. kind of just like. And Yoda and, shows and, up. I mean, if the sacred text ain't literally screaming, George Lucas. Yep. yep you know yep, what I mean? Like, yeah. and kind of just like. It's smart, man. It, it's it, smart. And that to me makes it deeper. That's Because it actually makes it go, you know, this stuff that you tied up with a real sweet, quick, cute bow. Mm-hmm. That was really easy to understand. Mm-hmm. There are good guys. There are bad guys. Don't you want to be a good guy? Yeah! Who wants to be a bad boy? Bad guy? No! Like, mm-hmm. now it's like... It ain't that easy. Gray! Yeah, it's not that simple. Who... who? I mean, and, and if anything, from going back over Star Wars over the past week or so... Sure. And coming up to this, it's like, this is the most Star Wars ad- adult Octavius. Mm. Octavius that thinks beyond, hey... Um, Santa Claus is a guy who comes down your chimney and brings you presents. Sure. No, he's not. Sure, sure, sure. What's what's Santa Claus's back? Like, what is Santa Claus doing that he... How did he get that job? Yeah. Like, what does he do when he leaves here? These are the questions you ask, like, well, what were my parents like? Mm -hmm. Well, do I matter? You know what I'm saying? And I think what Star Wars has been kind of building up to is kind of like, no one's ever really gone. No one's ever really a good guy. No one ever really dies. Yeah. 
Shout out to NERD. Yeah, no one's really a bad guy or a sure. good guy. What's, sure. What is the light side of the force? What does that even mean? Right. When you're nine, that's cute. But when you're 30, 40, yeah. 50, who's Luke Skywalker that we remember when we were kids? Sure. The 100% good guy who's just doing everything right. Who do you know who's like that? Right. Who? But when most of us are more like Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. most of us mm-hmm. are more like, dang, my parents didn't really like, man, am I supposed to be like my father, my mother, or my grandfather? Sure. Am I supposed to, well, my my mentors let me down. Yeah. If anything, it's almost like they're jealous of me, but that these other people who, like, that's kind of like, yeah, now, and that's why I say it makes it deeper for me. They're, because yeah. it's actually walking down the road of things that make this stuff practical and applicable and relatable. So so that's that's an interesting thing to to look at, which is, you know, death. And when I talk about death, I talk about, like, really geeky, complex fantasy depth. Like... Mm-hmm. I got to read a novel to understand this, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, that's what you mean by depth. Not depth of, like, exploration of character. I will say, and I'm, I believe this is true, mm-hmm. this movie is probably the only Star Wars movie to have any nuance at all. Hey, at all. You've uh, Listen. Period. You've heard me say this many times before. Yeah. The Star Wars movie ain't that good. Individually. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Coll- collectively, the sure. story, sure. And, and coming from me, where that's been my narrative for two years and some change, sure. it would make sense that I would get here and I would go, there you go. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, so what, what I think, is, I, th- I think that's powerful. I think that's really important. There, there are a lot of things that I really loved about this movie and I was genuinely impressed. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm having fun. I'm chewing on some of this stuff. I'm thinking about stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm th- I'm seeing it from different angles. Just the exploration of Luke's intent when he almost assassinated his student. Let's talk about Luke right? for a little bit. Well, so, Let's stay there. I mean, just some of that stuff, before I move off the subject, just some of that stuff is Star Wars. Ryan Johnson, the director of this mm-hmm. movie, saying there's more, there are more shades, there are more angles, there are things for us to look at here. First time I, in a movie. First time in a movie. Of Star Wars, yeah. I've ever seen that address. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Now, what's and you interesting know that's, my, is that's that's me right there. That I'm is there. that is in its own way almost an affront to how simple things were in previous iterations. Mm-hmm. And isn't it timely that that is the case? Look, we're woke now. Being woke is hard, mm-hmm. and like we got to look at things from different perspectives. We've got to uh, uh, actually take a look at the interactions that Poe has with Holdo, mm-hmm. and say like, why are you treating her like this? Mm-hmm. She is in charge of you. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. And we also need to look at Holdo and say she's not acting like a public-facing hero. She's doing things that she genuinely believes in. And, and then we need to be Star Wars fans and be like, I don't believe that these are uh, good strategies. And like, there are so many parts of my personality that are like, well, who, what what do I do? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I came out of this, this movie thinking there's stuff in here that I thought was truly genius. Mm. And there's some things in here that I'm not into and that's okay. And then there are some things that I think are genuine problems, but all of that wraps up into, I had fun. I have fun. And there's more to expand on. Yeah. In comic book Junto. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with Luke Skywalker. Let's start with Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is off. On a planet with 
fish lizard nuns. It's very Jim Henson. And, they, yeah. Doesn't that remember you some yeah, like you yeah. know uh, labyrinth, um, dark crystal kind of joints? Yeah, this one felt himself. very Henson. He has no Wi-Fi. He got the porgs. Yeah. He got the caretakers. Yeah. He's he getting uh, blue milk from right. straight you know from the uh, horses, straight from the source from the from don't the, know from the sea creatures. I was under the impression the blue milk only comes from a bantha. I know this because I read. A lot of Star Wars material. About what you talking about? And as soon as I saw this, I thought, "There's that MCU humor. There's that like kind of dry." But I, I mean, humor. I don't. I'm gonna tell you. Let me let me just address the MCU thing. Yeah. Nothing about this said MCU to me. To no me, way, really. Nothing about this had me thinking about Nick Fury, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider Man. Not the characters, the way it's made. Yeah, but I don't assign that to Marvel. Hmm. I just kind of look at that like, this is good. You know mm. what I mean? Like, there's good moments mm-hmm. that allow you to keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke being off on this island by himself, you gotta think, why? What puts him there? Like, what has happened that Leia Organa uh-huh. is over there doing her thing, Han Solo and Chewie out there doing their thing, and Luke retreats. I mean... R2-D2, C-3PO, everybody we left, yeah. and he's off in the, the the hardest place to find in the universe? Sure. How'd he get there? Why is he there? Well, the word on the street is he went to go find where the originals, you know. So to me, when, when J.J. leaves us with Ray handing the lightsaber and Luke turning around, bearded, long hair, and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you got to ask your question, what has Luke Skywalker gone through? Mind you, I ain't seen him in 30 years. It's been a long it's, time. Been, how long has it been? It's been a long time. 30 years. We mostly just hear his voice anymore. Yeah, the third, like, I mean, the third Star Wars movie came out before any of us were born. Yeah. Either you, you, uh, you and I. Yeah. So... He's been gone since before we were born. Sure. You got to want to know what's happened. That's Absolutely. got him here. Especially, I mean, Han Solo's dead. You don't even know he's dead? Yeah. Yeah. So they actually answer those questions. They do. They and do. they actually create a story of Luke Skywalker, which is the first one I've cared about. Sure. Like, is well, What is that story that you care about? The story is, listen, I went out and I was... The Michael Jordan, LeBron James Goat. of I'm talking Biggie, Tupac, Jay, call mm-hmm. whatever. I'm the of the force. Ain't nobody better than me. I came from the bottom. Mm-hmm. I came from Tatooine. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. even know who my parents are. Yeah, like that. He came from the from nothing yeah. to being the greatest force user. So you know what I'm gonna do? I have my old heads. They poured into me. Obi-Wan poured into me. Yoda poured into me. Of course, I'm going to grab a couple people. Yeah. As far as I understand it. One of them being his nephew. It's the last name Skywalker. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to grab my, you know what I mean? My, the, my youngling. You know what sure, I mean? Not sure. my young bull, but my youngling. Yeah. You know, I'm going to yeah. grab Ben Solo. Uh-huh. You know, Leia's cool with it. Hans I, it seems like a, you know, an absent father. You know what I mean? Where's Han? Sure. Where's, where is Han at? Good question. Is Han even taking care of his son? I don't know what the timeline is exactly is Han, when Han just took out. Is, is, is Han basically like a Debbie dad? Are you familiar? <laughs> you know the yeah. lore, is it? Are he? you? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Basically? Basically. 
Yeah. But anyway, are you, so- fami- are you familiar with that uh, Twitter account that's very popular right now, Emo Kylo Ren? Oh, I got to look at it. It's Kylo Ren just saying sad stuff. Oh, like, I got to look at it. Uh, you know, all kinds of sad things like, I miss when my uncle was silent. Or like, having a hard time painting my nails tonight. And like, just like all this real emotional, emo, self-obsessed it. stuff. I got to see there, there are a string of those. One of them is like... Uh, uh, one of them is Han, and it's just like Bad Father Han, mm. at Bad Father Han, mm. giving bad advice because he is a deadbeat dad and just took off. Ben! Leaves his lady, leaves his kid, he's his peace. Yeah. Uh, back well, to his smuggling ways. Well, basically, the, the long and short of it is, I'm going to take Ben, my my young my youngling Ben, and 12 other guys. I'm going to teach him. I'm going to apprentice him. Start the new routine. And I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to continue the sky. I'm going to continue this. I'm going to continue building the legacy. Come to find out, yo, I'm not as dope as I thought I was. Yeah. There's, and I'm going to say this, the movie didn't directly say this, but is there darkness in Luke? In that moment when he was about to draw the sword and kill Ben, was that him flirting with the dark side? And he admits to it. He he admits that in that moment that he even considered it, it, it scared him. That that force, that intuition, that fear scared him. And all he saw was the eyes of a young boy whose master failed him. Yeah. That makes me go, okay, now I care about Luke Skywalker. Now I want to know. I care more about this old man than I did about the young kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to have that conversation being shared with Ray, and Ray is the young, new you know, apprentice, sure. the young new. I have these powers. I don't know what to do with them. I don't know where to come. And for Luke to go, get out of here. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want. I mean, it's very old man Logan in a sense. Like, you yeah. don't like. I'm telling you, I've been here already. This Jedi Force stuff. Like, I can't be bothered. I don't want to do nothing with that. That yeah. Luke, sure, makes sense. And even the Ray that comes to meet him, I can relate being a guy who has had mentors who you don't understand why they're a little bit like, why are you like this? You supposed to be like the mentor doesn't live up to what you want them to be mm-hmm. because the, you know, that's kind of that's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's, real than anything else I've seen. It's 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 definitely an interesting angle because the the traditional Star Wars fan, I think, expects a Yoda parallel. Use the force. Like, it, it basically, uh, I'm I'm kind of decommissioned. I retired myself. I don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. But I'll train you. I'll be begrudging trainer. That sort of this thing. This is the most begrudging, curmudgeon. Yeah, he just ain't about it. I'm, I'm telling you that. That's he throws his lightsaber behind his back. It's like his dad's lightsaber. I don't care. Man, get this out of here. Yeah. You gotta think about who's the guy who throws the lightsaber behind him. <laughs> Notice you see the, the, out. the metal the metal hand with the damage on yeah. the on the arm and all that. Yeah. That guy going on to three lessons, I'll teach you. Mm-hmm. And he only did it because R2's like, but your sister though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense that that would be the thing that it would does. cause Luke to kind of go. Like you even said, that was a dirty trick. Things things that I liked in in this sequence, I really like the exploration of the Force that I've never seen before in which Rey can communicate with Kylo and back, vice versa. Uh, because I was force, looking at force that... Ti- force time. Yeah, they were using Force time. Very, very good. Uh, TM, TM, TM. Comic mm-hmm. Book Junto, Force time. There it is. Use it. You know, load up your Force time. Your mom's going to Force time you and be like, Mom, not right now. Not right now. I can't Force time right now. <laughs> like, yeah, but th- seeing that is is fresh. It's a fresh take 
on the force. Mm-hmm. I've seen force push. I've seen force lightning. Force I've choke. seen force choke. This is a fresh take on it. And then we even get to see like the way that that was made possible. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What are your thoughts? These on- things are interesting. I mean, interrupt you. I, I, I enjoyed watching that, and it was startling. And I didn't think I could be startled. Mm-hmm. I would see stuff. I was expecting certain things to surprise me. Yep. I'm expecting, and the movie knows, I'm expecting to figure out who Ray's parents are. Mm-hmm. Not expecting what the answer is. I was not expecting to see the force used in a way I've never seen it before. Yes. Same thing applies to the, the near the end of the film when Luke projects himself all the way to Crate. And I was like, when I when it that reveal blew my mind. Blew my mind. Very rarely in a movie am I shocked. Yeah. That was very dope. rarely. Very dope. And when you look at the movie, the movie's telling you that he's not really there mm-hmm. a couple different ways. Absolutely. One, he's How telling, do you get in here? One, how do you get in here? Two, that's salt. Every time you take a step, every time no ben, foot Kylo, Kylo Ren takes a step, there's red. When Luke takes a step, there's nothing. And they mm-hmm. actually show you visually. When I saw it the second time, they show you. Also, how does Luke have the lightsaber in his hand that Kylo and Ray just tore in half? Who knows, man? Because he's projecting himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got a different haircut different going haircut. on. He's and uh, Kylo never impervious. touches him. He never gets touched. I mean, he get, he he survives the entire assault. Uh, uh, the new ATATs just blasting him to smithereens. Because I'm, I mean, and, like all and, that drawn. And and the thing is, like. It's an example of let them tell you the story they want to tell you. Because if you let someone tell you a different story, there might be happiness and joy in there that you don't know exists. Mm-hmm. You never would have thought, yeah, you wanted to see Luke Skywalker take on the First Order. Yeah. And when you got shot with all the stuff in your mind, you're going, oh, the Force is so strong with him that he just held off all the bullets like Kylo did. With da, 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 da. He brushed his shoulder. And, and just to find out, mm-mm. There's your mystery. Yeah. There's your mind blown. It's the same thing that happened when you're a little kid, but when you're an adult, I'm going to update it to the adult version. Sure. It's sure. a misdirection. It's a sure. red herring. It's not what you think. This isn't what you think it's going to be. Yeah. The force is so. Because even Kylo says, "How are you? How are you doing this?" Sure. To Ray, the effort alone would kill you. He says. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So how strong is Luke? That he's, he's projecting pro. himself. Foot like. Uh, all the way across the galaxy. He touched his yeah. sister. Yeah. Kissed her. Handed him something. How you gonna hand somebody something in the force? Mm-hmm. From across That's the galaxy. Uh, those were Han Solo's lucky dice. Yeah. Yeah. From the, the original trilogy. Yeah. I, so, I mean, there are some things that the movie does. that they, they pull these things off, and I think they're brilliant. And anything... Anything that I wasn't really feeling, I have to keep coming back to the fact that this movie is... It's like an indictment against people who are too dogmatic, who are too bound by the rules that they think that the movie must play by. Mm-hmm. This is not Star Wars. This is not how Star Wars works. How do you know? Well, so like, that is that fan that that, that fan attitude mm-hmm. that is so real. The entitlement, and, and we've the entitlement, the the sense of ownership. We've talked about that with respect to a number of different franchises, and. It's real. And this movie knows it's real. And this movie says, we're done with that. It pays its respects and blows it up. It's like it puts a flower down at the tombstone and then it sticks a a stick of dynamite in it and just walks slowly away from the explosion without turning around. Crackoom. Just crackoom. It blows open the original formula of Star Wars and And, does new stuff. And 
still keeps the essence. Yeah. It, it eats the meat, spits out the bones. It says, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. No, I don't want you. Like, it's kind of like George Lucas when he's going over episode one. He's like, real, not so real, real. You know what I'm talking about? This mm-hmm. in the documentary. Yeah. He's kind of like, well, yes, no, yes, yes, no, no, no. And they keep what I think is the heart and the hope of Star Wars. Because that's what this whole movie is about, is hope. It's just not presenting it mm-hmm. in the way that they did X amount of years ago. Sure. They're creating hope in a new way. Speaking of hope, I think the new hope mm. is right. you did there. I, I, yeah, the new hope is What are your Rey. thoughts on Ray in this movie? Well, I, I think Ray is absolutely uh, a beacon. I really love Daisy Ridley. I love seeing her do dope shit. I like the, the, the fight scene with her and Kylo Ren taking mm-hmm. on the Red Guard mm-hmm. and Snoke's army mm-hmm. was just mind-shattering. Yes. Uh, the, all of that stuff was really great. I believe her. The, the thing everything that, she, all, all her scenes, I believe her. I think there are some interesting, there are interesting things that I am curious about I don't dislike, but for example, Ray cried in almost every scene. I mean, funny, funny thing. And I wonder, I don't, I, it's like, mm, mm, I, I, Daisy Ridley's great. And a lot of what she was going through in this film, it's intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, like intensity after intensity after intensity. And I thought, interesting choice that that is a thing happening. Mm hmm. That's that's curious, um, and it. I wasn't sure if that was a strength of it, or it seemed maybe a little repetitive. Like at a certain point in time, I don't know that that one emotion was not hmm. always. If you use that same emotion every time, maybe the last time it wasn't as powerful, or this one's not as powerful. I think I think Daisy showed, showed a lot of range. Actually, I think she's because super funny. We, we, she's great at action. She's introspective. She mm-hmm. does her somber uh, uh, scenes really well. She's when she smiles and she's beaming. I believe it. Oh yeah. When she's talking to Kyle, when she's talking to Kylo, via I mean, Force Time. She's like, "You murderous snake! You're gonna pay for what?" I'm like, "Oh yeah. goodness gracious!" Even when she's going back and forth with Luke. You know, everything from be careful, don't do that to like when she pulls the lightsaber out and starts going ham sandwich. It's like she's she's in it. Like, I, I believe her. Yeah. What do you think about the arc of her character in light of what Star Wars means? Coming from someone who's very, very invested in Star sure, Wars. Sure. What what we're understanding about Ray specifically when we find out that. She's. You know what? I'm just gonna start. Yeah, you can. You yeah, can no, no. Go off. ahead. Go ahead. Here's what's most powerful about Ray in the grand scheme of things to me: the moment where we learn you come from nothing. Parents were junkers. You're, you're nobody. Your yeah. parents sold you for drinking money. Yeah. You're nobody special. You have no role. You have no. You have no place in the story. I mean, it's such a. Like, first of all, Adam Driver's performance of that is so matter of fact. Excellent. So, like, it's it's almost like he's dissing her, like he's talking down to her. And it, but that beautiful twist of the knife, in which he says, "You're nobody. You have no place not to me." Yeah. Was it was everybody hates you. Nobody needs you, but I need you. Yeah. Oh, but de- oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> smart. Yeah. Very smart. That that moment is so pivotal as far as Star Wars canon goes mm-hmm. because it it dispels the idea that 
Jedi have to come from a powerful lineage. A I powerful love it. Place. I love it. And what's really interesting about that is that 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 canon that lore was never necess- it, it was never really correct. It, it, it had some flaws in the thinking. Anakin, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did Anakin come he from? He was an immaculate conception of the Force. Right. What is that? Right. I don't know. Who even knows? Who even knows? What did so, it, do we do we know this this movie establishes? What was that? What, what was that for? Was that to balance something out? Or well, he, I think it came from the same place that midi chlorians came from. Oh, Remember okay. midi chlorians? Yeah, he's just doing stuff. He was okay. just putting stuff in there, right? And I I I love the rejection of that that you have to be a powerful person, a person who has the specific destiny mm-hmm. you were born into. Mm-hmm. It is hierarchical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and and furthermore, what what. Uh, um, Gosh, I can't remember. Daisy Ridley's character, Ray, mm-hmm. establishes, we see confirmed again at the end of the film when we see the boy with the broom. Mm. The boy with the broomstick, and he's cleaning the stalls, and he uses the force to, mm. t- to grab the broomstick. And it's like, there's your last Jedi. They're like, there are more. There's, mm-hmm. there, it, it's not how you think this works. Yeah. And that is a really powerful thing, and also, I think, a powerful commentary, again, on Star Wars fans. You know what that touches me? Hmm. Emotion. I mean... I was emotional in this movie a few times. I'm not talking about move to tears. Sure. But I was emotional. Like, I felt I felt it. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie was making me go, oh, that mattered. That means something to me. Mm-hmm. And what it did was it made me go, if Ray is nobody and she is somebody now, mm-hmm. I can be somebody. Mm. Like a little kid, like the same little kid moment mm-hmm. where you're like, I want to be Batman. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grown man with a child, mm-hmm. you know, and a wife. Like, and Lord willing, more children to come and a sprained ankle hobbling to the comic book store. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you really break down the reality, 30-some-year-old doing a design apprenticeship, you know what I mean? The same stuff that people are doing at in their, you know, early 20s. You know what I'm saying? No, the same stuff that some people never do. Right. But, but my point being, when... This movie tells me you come from nothing. Your parents sold you for drinking money. Yeah. And you see her there using the force, resisting the dark side, wrestling with the dark side, going on there, and she's a nobody. Mm-hmm. That means I can be somebody. Yeah. That means that I don't have to come. I don't got to be rich. Yeah. I don't got to be white. I don't got to be straight. Yeah. I don't got to be this. I don't got to be that. I don't got to have to come from here. My last name doesn't have to be this. I can be somebody in this world, in this universe, in this galaxy, if I do certain things. Yeah, there are obstacles. Yeah, there are things you got to overcome. Oh, you got to work. Yeah, these things. Listen, it ain't going to be fair. It's not fair for Ray. Mm-hmm. It's not fair for Finn. It's not fair for Poe. Listen, the whole point of the resistance, the rebellion, the rebel scum, the whole point of it is you guys ain't supposed to win. Sure. That's us. That's yeah. me. Sure. We're not supposed sure. to win. Right. And if you tell me if what Star Wars has told me is, is because your name's Skywalker, right. then you can. And you go, that's nonsense. The idea, like, do you feel that? That's the force it's between this and that. And it touches this, that, and the other thing. All of that. To say that that is owned by Jedi is vanity. Mm-hmm. It's hubris. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. That makes me go, thank you for that. Sure. Thank you for saying that to me. Sure. Even though I know that because I'm grown, it this is why we watch movies, why we read comic books, because you want to look at that and go, I can be the one to save the day. Yeah, and I, I believe in that. I believe that th- this is why I say this is a movie made for 
and by and in 2017. Yeah. In that context, makes sense. I think it's a movie that we need. I think it is a movie that has culminated to be here now. We couldn't have had it Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. We couldn't have. And, And there are important, powerful messages in here, not the least of which is just... The cast, the diversity of the cast, the roles that that the these characters yeah. play, yeah. you know, new character being introduced to uh, Ro- Rose, uh, yeah, Rose being introduced to the movie. Rose plays a large role, and Rose would not have been a character that we would have seen previously. You know, who Rose, Rose is? this is. This is what drove me to the expanded universe. Okay. Is to find those characters that didn't get the screen time because someone said, I want to be in there too. I want to, I want to live in that world as well, but I don't have screen time. I don't get to be in the movie. So there's, I I have to balance some things. It's kind of like the death of innocence. There was a time when the original star Wars was perfectly diverse to me. Hmm. What do you mean? It's in space. They're in the cantina. Look at all the different creatures. <laughs> look at everybody. Look at all the humans. They're right. all white. Come look, on, we look got at Billy D. Williams. Look, you, what do you, you mean? Got, you got the one John with the Lando, rat tail. Lando. You got the, come and, on. Uh, everybody. Oh, um, Lando's in it. Lando's in it. Um, uh, other, Vader's black. At least on the outside. On the, on well, Very white on the inside. His vocal cords are black. Yeah, his vocal cords are black. Come on. You're going to tell me the Vader ain't black. black. You're going to tell me the Vader. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this reconciliation that I have to Mm -hmm. do, which is the death of innocence. Looking back in my past and saying, these things are things that I love. They weren't outwardly problematic, but they weren't inclusive. They they weren't representative of of the world that is around me. Mm -hmm. And now in 2017, some of that, that deep lore, that deep fantasy, the nerdy stuff, well, what we've done is we sort of traded that out for accessibility. Some of that stuff was putting up a wall for people and we weren't giving it to some people. It wasn't allowed to be accessed mm-hmm. by some people. And so what we've done is we made it a little bit easier going. It takes itself a little less seriously. Some of the characters are asking questions about their identity, the serious nature of these things. And that means that we get to invite some more people in. So in that way, it makes so much sense mm-hmm. that this is a film that is going to appeal to people who never really get down with Star mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah. If you didn't really get down with Star Wars, you know, apart from the fact that all this stuff, they use made up creature names and planets and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. This is the most accessible Star Wars. Rose and Finn. Rose what do, and Finn. What do you think of their arc in the story? Rose and Finn have a really, well, one, you know, they, they are an Asian uh, woman and a black man. So it is already telling us a story of characters that we haven't seen get this much screen time before. Like straight up, we're already seeing people win who just otherwise would not have been or relegated to the back, right? They would have been extras. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's good to see these characters Speaking actually of, I, get I some time. The representation, I'm talking, we got we got X-Wing fighters that are black. Mm-hmm. We got black women. We got black men. We got Asian men. We got Asian women. Mm-hmm. We have, there, there's, there's a lot, I mean, in watching all the Star Wars movies before, where'd all these black people come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just, I just think it's great to see people playing pivotal parts. A lot of women in leadership, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Holdo, Laura Dern yeah. was, I mean, that's major. And I think the, I just wanted to take a moment to actually point that out. Cause we got, we talk about when it's not there. We got to point it out when we see, here. When we see progression. Yeah. I think it, this is absolutely progression and it makes sense that it would be in this vast universe that we would have these characters. Hilarious point to be made. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there's all type of species, but there ain't no black people. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's great to see them 
correct that. I agree. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, so, you know, the, the, Finn the, and Rose. the culmination of Finn and Rose, I think, is a really powerful one, which is Rose saving Finn. Finn thinking that he's going to be the hero of the day, mm-hmm. suicide mission, I'm mm-hmm. going to sacrifice my life for the cause. And Rose rescues him, almost killing herself. Both of them, really, is a very risky maneuver. Mm-hmm. And says to Finn, one of the several theses, theses in the film, I think, which is, we have to stop fighting the things we hate and start protecting the things we love. Do you agree with that? To some degree. I think it's... I I would say this movie has the most criticism against war, war profiteering, militaristic behavior, violence, and it seems to have more of a a pacifist attitude. Like, not all things can be done with violence. Think about the way that Leia took Poe to task. You want to get in your ship let's, and just fight everything? Let's talk about Poe for a second. Sure. Let's talk about Poe po and who's the, who's the woman who took over? Holdo. Holdo. Mm-hmm. Poe and Holdo. That interaction between those two characters to me was very, very interesting. Yeah. I keep referring to you and asking you what you think because I know you have a lot of background in this and I'm newer to it than you are. I would say that from, again, watching the movies again and coming up to this, normally, Poe is supposed to be the guy who we go, yeah, Poe, tell that person who's holding you back. Because Poe's, in a lot of ways, he's he rep- like kind of represents millennials. Sure. Like, I'm going to go do it my way. I'm going to go fight. I'm going to go take this out. And then she's like the old head, stick in the mud. You just want to follow the rules. You don't really want to go out there and fight. Sure. You just want to... And Poe, in the older movies, Poe's supposed to be the hero. She's almost supposed to be a villain-type character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we recognize and actually put Poe in his place in mm-hmm. a way that goes, fam. Yeah. Listen to me when I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. you Flyboy, look. I get what you're trying to do. You went out there. You want to take down the dreadnought. Beautiful scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. Beautiful to look at. Very intense. I felt the whole deal when she's kicking the... Th- I mean... The bombs. The, yeah. The, I mean... Dang. Star Wars, they, people die. Oh, uh, yeah. This this one this one is Left and too. right. This one is, is similar to Rogue One. Although Rogue One seemed to be more hopeless because all... Spoilers... A new hope. They all die. Yeah. Because Rogue One didn't have characters that were going to make it to the original trilogy. That's right. that's what it's about. Right. Um, this one was a lot of effects of war and, and violence, but hope full. They actually had things that were happy. Yeah. Um, and and Poe, when he starts dealing with Leia and he starts dealing with, I keep forgetting her name. What's her name? Holdo. Holdo. And we kind of see that come full circle to go, first of all, Leia's like, you took the dreadnought out, but look at all these people who died. It's, 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 it starts to like redi- again redirecting. Hey, Star Wars fans, there's other things to talk about. There's other things to focus on. It's 2017. There's other things we can discuss. Look, yeah, you won, but at what cost? How many people went down for you to take down one thing? There's a level of strategy we talked about. You need the wisdom of the OGs, but you need that you know that 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 forward motion of the youth so we mm-hmm. can work together. Yeah, because even at the end. When, you know, Holdo and Leia come together and he goes, she's, he's a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like Like him. that, that connection is good. Yeah. However, I got a critique for Holdo. I'm, I, go ahead. What is it? Why don't you just explain what the heck you're doing? I have an answer for you. Just explain. I got an answer for you. Yes. She doesn't have to. 
It's not about if you have to or not. But consider this. Here's my perspective on Holdo and Poe. Okay. This is the relationship between a woman in power and the guy, the man who doesn't want to pay attention to it. Hmm. You're new here. Who are you? I'm sorry. I'm the fly boy. I'm the star pilot. Mm. I'm winning the war on the front lines. Gotcha. I don't trust you, woman, to Is tell that us. How you took it? That's exactly how I took it. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm, I have had relationships with people who, like women who have taken on new jobs and had no easy task getting respect mm. or earning respect, as if to say, like, they just manifested out of nowhere and they didn't earn this position. Mm -hmm. that, that they didn't rank into being the person to take over after Leia had to step down because she moonwalked back into the base. We'll get to that mm -hmm. in a moment. And as I watched it, I thought, this, this movie is savage. They're, they're going after that relationship. Mm. They're showing you that relationship. And it's easy to see Poe's side. He is the best. Yeah. Because He's the man. We, and, and also in Star Wars, we've been trained mm -hmm. in Star Wars sure. to, to, to go, oh. In the X-Wing pilots are the heroes. Yeah, and you should listen to them. And then the, the, the thing that really brings it all around is at the very end when Leia explains Holdo's intent yes. to Poe. And Which she's expl like, explains their intent to us. Right. Because we, we as watchers, we didn't know. She's not up to as, that point, we we're like, come on, why like. Like, great job again. Yeah. Ryan Johnson, is it? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Great job again, Ryan Johnson, in the misdirect. She's, this she's isn't going to be not, what you think it is. Holdo is not interested in being the public-facing celebrating yeah. hero. Yeah. She's interested in doing what she believes is strategically correct. Yes. To take care of her people. Yes. And so in that sense, it's like... You know, why didn't I had the same question? Why didn't she just explain it? Can we work on communication skills? Ideally, can we truly? I do just think look that on, there's something there, and I I, I agree. Uh, I also think it would be it, it's all right with me to look at that and say she was a woman in, in in a higher position. She didn't need to. I mean, how many of your soldiers do you tell the entire battle plan to? How many of them? Good point. As far as the military Good goes, point. Good point. Need to know basis. How many soldiers walk up to the commander and go, "What are we doing?" I was feeling the same. Look at them I was like, like Yo. first of all, and you're gonna pull a gun? On? You pull a blaster on me? Yeah, yeah but you know, mutiny. That's, that's the thing. You know, everybody thinks they're the Batman and the Batman versus Joker situation. Maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen in Star Wars ever, 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 ever was that lightspeed jump through the dreadnought. Yo, she became like the hero. Ugh. That moment was so dope. The mood, the sound in the theater went out. Yeah. yeah not, not literally, but you know, like, but the choice to make that just silent. And then that, the effect of it. Oh my God. Beautiful. Breathtaking. Yeah. It really breathtaking. And again, to me, it made that moment matter. Mm -hmm. When Luke Skywalker, use the force, Luke. Trust your instincts. And then pew, pew, and shoots the thing. I don't really care about that. Mm -hmm. I don't. Like, that seems stupid. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like, but again, 3.5 makes it make sense to me. But it's still kind of a dumb moment. Sure, like, sure. If they, I mean, how many times did it got, even in this movie, how many times you got to run and get to the center of something and destroy it? Sure. Like, you would think after a certain point, you'd stop putting stuff in the middle of things. Yeah. Put it on the outside True. for once. I don't True. know. But anyway, to have that moment and actually make the final blow, mm -hmm. that's the coolest final strike. Because we, it, again, it misdirects you. Oh, yeah, Rose and Finn are going to do it. Mm -hmm. No, Luke Skywalker's going to show up and, and, and do it. Mm -hmm. You know, down there on the salt planet. 
No. Yeah. It's going to be the person you've been anno- been 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 low key annoyed, low key. Not even the high person. You've been low key annoyed with this person the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's the person who's going to finally do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a gamble because probably not that many people in the theater were warming up to that character. Oh no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Right. On my right. Nerves. So you think like the sacrifice that they're making um, takes a little bit of emotional. Everybody else away. is doing it right. Yeah. Rose, Finn, Luke, Ray. Poe, everybody's right but her. Mm-hmm. And it comes out to be fooled you all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to oh, love. W- one last thing, one last thing. Uh-huh. The final blow wasn't by a Jedi. wasn't by none of that. The final blow was by, again, a regular person yeah. who was in leadership, who was following what they believed to do the right thing. Takes all types. Yeah. Takes all types. And I think that's a really important message. I... I I took from this the 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 thesis of the movie being you know don't don't spend so much time fighting the things you hate protect the things you love which makes sense to me in the sense that this is the eighth Star Wars movie we spent seven films Mm -hmm. and some Mm -hmm. fighting the things we hate I mean like it's called Star Wars yes you win the war when the other side is dead Mm -hmm. and this is the first one was like skirt. What if we just embrace the things we love? We, I mean, we, yeah, we got to fight. Absolutely. But there are other ways. There are other ways to protect the things that we find important. And then the other thesis of it, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's powerful. Look back at the things that you need right now. Look around you at the things you need right now. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the things in the past. It, it served you. Think, it's done. I it's gone. That's a good way to transition into Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo. Uh-huh. Kylo Ren was probably the most interesting person in this movie for me. Did a great job being something that I did not anticipate, which was having to wonder, is he going to go good? Is he going to go bad? And that again, is he gonna is, go? that's a traditional Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing of like the dark and the light mm-hmm. and being one or the other. And Kylo really, really represents Jedi. Kylo and... Luke represent like the the reality of this whole Jedi thing is like what is easy. what is this? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, Luke's basically going, we suck it. The Jedi suck at their jobs. Yeah, if you really look back at all these movies, the Jedi are not very good at this. No, not very good at all. Like, there's a pro- there's a problem with it. Like, there's a problem with Anakin, but y'all don't do nothing about it. Like. There's a problem with Darth Vader. He turns into Darth Vader. Then Kylo... Like, have the Jedi succeeded? No. The the Jedi. I'm talking about the Jedi, or like the the Jedi themselves. It's been the Jedi combined with a bunch of other people who actually get something done, which is the resistance. But the Jedi in in and of themselves, it seems like a conversation about religion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and faith, like two different things. It's one thing to follow something religiously. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's a burning down and a tearing down of religion in the sense of I brush my teeth religiously. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to the grocery store on sun- on Saturdays religiously. Mm-hmm. I do things religiously. And it seems like burning down the tree, the sacred text, the burn it all, the let it go, even Snoke kind of being like, yes, I know how this works and you're my apprentice, da 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 all that stuff seems to get tore down, but sure. faith sure. seems to be lifted up. Yeah. Like the idea of there's something that I can't put my hands on, mm-hmm. that I have faith. I can look out 
to a thing, to a to a perceived future, and mm-hmm. put my faith in that thing, yeah. and move towards that. Now, the things that people have faith in are different. Mm-hmm. And Kylo wrestling with faith, and Ray wrestling with faith, and Luke wrestling with faith. That's really deep for me. And Kylo, I think, is the one that shows Jedi being a thing where it's like I'm wrestling with faith. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I agree. Is it? Is my hope to be the next Darth Vader? Is it following Snoke, or is it the light? Is it this? And it kind of seems like he's like, man, forget all of that, mm-hmm. tear it all down. Mm-hmm. And I think Ben Solo showed us that mm-hmm. very well. He represented that very much. Yeah, I think uh, Adam Driver did an outstanding job as Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren remains one of the more interesting aspects of this new trilogy. I think he 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 really balanced that well, being between the dark side and the light side and getting rid of the idea of those those previously established structures and getting rid of Snoke and saying, I'll need the good side. I'll need the bad side. Hey, Ray. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. Whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but and he, there's, there's still that allure of, I want to be the person in power. Mm-hmm. I want to make the new thing, which Ray ultimately moves away from. Kylo does not deal with rejection well. No. Uh uh-uh. uh, I I I thought that was great. I think Kylo was great. I was interested in the way that he smashed the mask, mm. which is another way that we're mm. getting rid of the past. Yeah, the 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 thing that makes him look like his his uh, uh, grandfather. His grandfather. He smashes it to pieces, so you can never great, you can never forget. That's a great choice. Yeah, even directing now because now we actually get to see that dude emote we get to agreed. see his face we agreed. get to see and what that showed was the wrestle mm-hmm. we really got to see the wrestle on his face the sweat his eyes the quivering the frustration the anger like all of that we didn't get to we didn't depend on just one voice like he's like more think like, yeah all think, of that think stuff away, think about the way that these characters throw away important symbols when, at the moment Luke gets that that lightsaber what's he do throw it toss it behind his back mm-hmm. the moment Re- kylo ren is talking to supreme lord uh supreme leader snoke mm-hmm. what does snoke say take off that mask take off that that stupid, stupid mask. mask yeah, they, yeah. they're taking these these artifacts he said, he said a boy in a costume right he they're taking these artifacts and they're they're smashing them they're at the end of the them. movie ray sitting there with luke's luke's lightsaber smashing in two pieces yeah. And Leia Organa, she's like, how, how are we supposed... They had got to have, what, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people in mm-hmm. the Millennium Falcon? Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to go anywhere from there? And, and Leia's like, we got everything we need. As she's sitting there with a lightsaber and two halves, like like the the first thing that we started with, the mm-hmm. first thing that Obi-Wan handed to Luke, mm-hmm. like, here's your dad's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Going all the way back before we were born, we end with that broken in, in pieces and Luke saying... This is not going to be, the, the war has just begun. He's like, that's funny. Everything you just said is wrong. Yeah. The war is not over. You're not going to kill me. And I will not be the last Jedi. This is the beginning of everything. To think that the beginning is Ray and Leia and Chewie and 30 to 40 people in the Millennium Falcon with the sacred text in a drawer. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning. The new beginning of what we got going on. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. That's very heavy. Uh, how about Leia? This is the final performance of Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher. Last time we're going to see her. And uh, 
uh, me watching almost all of the screen time, the moment she appears for the first time to the last scene that we get to see her, I'm mm-hmm. um, tears in my eyes. I mean, we, we don't get to see Leia again. Yeah. Not like this. Yeah. And there were interesting decisions here. I was expecting the film to get rid of her. When that, when that blew up and we lost, who we lose? It's a trap. What's his name? Akbar. Akbar. Yeah. That dude died off screen. Yeah. They had to announce it. It's a trap, and it. <laughs> uh, but Leia, well, yeah, when that blew up, I thought I thought that was it. it. I thought she go. was done. And, I, and there was a moment where I, I was analyzing this. Like, was that right? Did they just do her dirty? That's how she goes. It's unpoetic. And she came back, and I said, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Because th- this is a perfect example of my Star Wars fandom being challenged. Mm-hmm. I saw for the first time very clear evidence of something that people have suggested before mm-hmm. that she is a force user. Well, obviously, her last name right. is Skywalker. She's Skywalker. We, right, we see it, but we never see it in the mm-hmm. film. We mm-hmm. just kind of like have a sense well, for it. Well, there is the conversation that there's another. Sure. Right. You know? That's true. And Besides she Luke. force pulls her back. Her, her way back mm-hmm. into apparently force encompass encapsulates she, herself. She protected herself. She survived. Something that that scene. I think it looked kind of crazy to me. It was very unexpected, but it was powerful to see. All right, yeah, okay. Well, of course, she's a yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. So that that's that's what it's hitting for. And that's you're out of works. space. All you need is a slight force nudge, and you'll go fly. Oh uh, yeah, sure. You good? Yeah. Absolutely, you good. That was interesting. I there's so many things about this movie. That were right. And reflecting on the movie, it makes me really happy. And I, I can't wait to see it again. I really want to see it again. I have a few gripes with the movie that prevent me from thinking it is the best Star Wars. And my major gripe beyond all other issues that I had with the movie, my biggest gripe is the dialogue sucks. The dialogue... Really? In this movie, Octavius A. Newman sucks. Give me more on that. Finn and Captain Phasma are doing battle. Phasma pushes this fool off a ledge. Mm -hmm. No more Finn. Bye-bye. Turned around, and she's got to fight now against uh, somebody else. Finn's gone. Yeah. And then Finn slowly rises Mm -hmm. on a platform. Yep, in the elevator situation. And he's about to... Deliver the, the the final blow, and he says, "Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, it's just to get a hey is so f- hey is for space horses, smack. my friend. Well, we saw space horses. Hey is for fathiers. Is that what they're called? Giant bunny horse. Is that what they call fathiers? Fathiers. Yeah, those Johns. Uh, I he said, hey, and it, like so that is something that I have a problem with. That was." That was taking a powerful line away. We quote Star Wars as a culture Mm -hmm. all the time. I think we quote Star Wars and people don't even know what Star Wars they quote. Agreed. Yeah. And that is... Never tell me the That is an opportunity for a a line. A powerful writing could have done something unforgettable. But we also got a really cool moment moment after that. Oh, sure. You've always been scum. Rebel scum. Come on. Which is great. And I like that. I I like that. Rebel scum shirt. I'm I'm a fan of that. But the the hate thing bothers me. Absolutely. But there's some other ones. The the line in which Kylo admits or or rather reveals Uh, to Ray 
that he has, he, he's seen her parents, a vision of mm-hmm, who her parents mm-hmm. are. The line that he uses is, I saw who your parents are. That's a very casual way of saying something. Mm-hmm. It's clunky. It's blocky. It's not very finessed. He could have, imagine he could have said something like this. I saw your mother. Do you know who she was? Now it's personal. It's your mom. He says, I saw who your parents are. That's clunky. Star Wars has this like kind of dorky poetry to it. Yes, I and think I think that still, I think you still want it to be something. Another, uh, but but the thing is, is the dialogue. I liked the movie. I had a mm-hmm. great time. The dialogue sucked. The dialogue was bad. Hmm. The the way that characters speak was very casual at times. It was really plain. And I think maybe that does make it more accessible. But it means in the beginning of the movie, if if you were to watch it again, or when you watch it again, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, two separate ca- characters on two separate planets and two separate occasions use the phrase punch it in order to go fast. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of like a repetition of this phrase, just a casual phrase said within, I don't know, within 30 minutes of okay. each other. That's just unnecessary like just more colorful language give me better language i think my biggest issue and the one thing that prevents me from liking this movie the most more than every other star wars mm-hmm. is wait the it's, it's 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 in it's in the running for being your favorite one, one of my favorites yeah okay one of my favorites but it is so boldly different than the other ones that i i appreciate it for its boldness but the dialogue the dialogue was so bad in my opinion i really disliked it Hmm. even the way snoke talked he was this big kind of like magical figure with this huge deformed head and what is going on with this dude i mean that dude got introduced and dealt with with no explanation i need a snoke comic or something but the way the snoke talked was so casual he turns it to his true enemy andy circus yeah that's andy circus he ignites it yeah. He got it on me. Yeah, he, he says like you fell for the bait that I set. And it's just like, come on, man. That's Mumra. just so plain. It's Mumra. There, there's there's this punch, this emotional punch that I, I wanted. And in lines like, hey, I've just felt really? That's what you got? You couldn't have even come up with like, I don't have anything witty to say. Knock. And like anything. I'll allow it. That's why you should write it. Yeah, where's your fan fiction? But that, that's the sort of thing that I look at and I think, what well, what was happening in that department? It, it, the plot surprised me. I'm not mad at it. I am mad at it. Okay. I am mad at it. You're, you're, I will you're also say I thought that, that we spent too much time on Casino Planet, like Casino that Morocco. I'm with, I'm, I'm with you. Spent I'm a lot with of time you. on that's Casino probably, Planet. Probably uh, of a movie that's very high. That mm-hmm. is one of the low points for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Spending time on Casino Planet. I forget what it's called. Whatever it's called, sure. And you know the animal cruelty moment. I understand what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I and, see it. I you see know, it. Hey, Benicio del Toro, stuttering Benicio del Toro. Sure. Um, Surprising to see him in the movie. I knew he was in the movie. Yeah, but I forgot. But the whole idea- and when you see del Toro, all I see is del Toro. Cool. Yeah. But the point they made of like the point that his character makes is like two things. One. You think it's one way, mm-hmm. but it ain't that way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. the idea of at least you're doing something against the bad guys. It's like, we're all bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're selling parts to the First Order. And to the rebels. And the rebel And the yeah. rebels. Rebe- <laughs> and the that's rebels. how he would have said it. And the rebels. Right. Yeah, you know? And even the point at the end where he's like, they offered me a deal. I took it. 
Yeah. They get you this time, you get them next time. I like his writing. That 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 his that character kind of being like, hey man, I'm trying to survive out here. I'm trying to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if it benefits me to help you, if it benefits me to help the other party, whatever I gotta do to make it out here. He's yeah. he's kind of like the far end of someone who's totally like Jedi's rebellion, first order, Galactic Empire. Look, fam, I'm trying to get a sandwich. Separate yourself. You know what I mean? Stuff, yeah. Just like it's kind of what Han Solo would have been had he not given a crap. Yeah, a little bit. You know, absolutely. I guess absolutely. that's kind of when we find out about Solo. Maybe he'll be more like him. Right. This this you know? felt like Solo in the film, and it, yeah. this is something that I had to keep stopping myself from doing. I just stopped myself from equating characters to old characters. Like, I think, oh, I think, this is the Boba Fett. No, there is well, no. Phasma is kind of the Boba Fett. Phasma is kind of the Boba Fett, but like the I think that that activity mars my experience because it chains me to the past yes you know and if anything this movie is trying to get me away from that kylo just told you to let it go yeah you're still holding on kill to it, it if you have to kill it uh what do you think about the porgs too Love many porgs Love not enough porgs give me porg uh plushies for azuri <laughs> let's do it the uh i'm, I'm glad porgs. the pork i'm glad we didn't have an ewok issue or a gungan issue they're, they're, where they're the they're creatures cute. have to talk and be a main part of the story they're a cute little garnish sure movie. that's a we had a lot of cute garnishes in this mm-hmm. we got the porg mm-hmm. we got the fothier the f- horse john mm-hmm. why do you know the name of the thing come on man All you right, know i'm up on wikipedia right. go ahead and we got the volptex what the heck is that that's that little crystalline fox. Yeah. That live on salt, salt fox. Volptex. Okay. Right now on Twitter, I'm Adam Volptexerus. Because you know what it is. I do. So uh, we had... Uh, right now... Every time on, I saw that, I was like, Disney be making money. Right now <laughs> on Twitter, I am Kylo Key Ren. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, see, both of us did this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've both been affected. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a lot of cute animals. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw a cute animal, I thought... Print, we're printing money. Yes. That's a toy. Yep. That's a toy. How long is it going to be until someone's got a tattoo? That's a shirt. Uh, give, me, give me 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we ready for letter grades? Uh, yeah, I think we're ready for letter grades. What do you got? I give it a B. I got B plus. B plus? Yeah. Uh, for me, it is definitely above average. The thing that, that removes it from greatness in spite of, of how good it is and how much fun that I had is, in, and I really stress this, maybe this is me being very nitpicky, I really hated the dialogue so much. And that's something that stands out to me. And if, if I'm even thinking about it, then there's a problem. I don't want to think about it. And that's my big complaint. I, I can come up with a bunch of things that I thought were weird Mm-hmm. I, there are a lot of things that I can file under the category hashtag not my Star Wars, mm. but the movie very adeptly it, addresses it, it's not this. Your Star Wars. Exactly. And, that, and it's not trying to be. It addresses this, and it, it also seems to make this case to me. You had seven volumes of your Star Wars. How about something new? Yeah. And I and say I, in response, just, just all right. All right, just relax. Let sure. Him, let them do it. Have fun. Sure. It is, if you can let go, if you can do what Ben Solo is asking you to do, you can have a good time. The idea that this is just reserved to the Jedi is vanity. And the idea that Star Wars is reserved just to true Star Wars fans sure. is vanity. There's a lot. I think this is a very, very well put together, clever movie. I enjoyed it very much. And internet 
Adam and I want to know what you think of the movie. Yeah. So give us your letter grades. A, B, C, D, or F. Again, A, one of the best movies you've ever seen. B, above average. C, average movie. D, below average. F, one of the worst movies you've ever seen. Again, remember, a C is not a bad movie. In the like of, in light of what we're doing, it is average. The average movie you're going to go see is a C. So, mm-hmm. at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Book Junto, thank you to everyone who's a Patreon member. Please consider, if you like this episode, consider being a Patreon member. Yeah. Pa- Patreon.com forward slash Comic Book Junto. Add us to your pull list for five bucks a month. Join our Facebook group. We'll send you some stickers. Look at some other different options that we have. Con- consider supporting the Junto. Help us continue to flourish and bring you dope content mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, go we're trying to do, we're trying to get on YouTube. Yeah. So if we can get this money together the way we want to, we can give you a video version of the show. That's what's up. That's, That's what we want to do. do. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Before we send this one out, something that I, I want to put in, we'll put this in kind of as a teaser mm-hmm. for a conversation we can have at length mm-hmm. on the next episode of Comic Book Junto. Okay. Have you seen the Rotten Tomatoes score for this film? I have not, but I heard. The Rotten Tomatoes score right now, sitting pretty at 93%. Mm-hmm. The audience score is 56 I don't understand. There's word on the street that there are trolls and bots and a sabotage conspiracy campaign. Saboteur? That's right. To lower the score of the movie. Why? And some of those things trace back to a group on Facebook that say they are anti-Disney, anti-Marvel, and pro-DCEU. What is going on? What is going on? All right. We're going to have to get into it on the next episode of CVJ. We're going to talk because I've been doing my research and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking like, hold up. This seems to represent my brain. My like old head Star Wars fan says, yeah, it is a 50%, 56%. Uh, Absolutely. Tell that old head to shut up. And then the the, the person who has grown up and and learned something, something says it is absolutely an outstanding film. It's very clever. It's very smart. And it's very timely. I want to hang out with that guy. Right. And I see this reflected in the score. And then I looked into it. There's something fishy going on. There's some darkness down there. Mm. So we're going to have to get into it soon. Somebody felt the darkness and it went right to it. Apparently. Apparently. So internet, hit us up. Let us know what your, what your review is. Wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe, whether it be Facebook, not Facebook, whether it be YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever it is, subscribe and please share this podcast with someone else who's seen the movie who you'd like to become part of the Junto. That's all we got for this episode. Adam, you got anything else? That's all I got. That's all we got. We love y'all. May the force be with you. Until next time, peace. And my my notable catchphrase, hey. You'll turn this off. (laughs) 